It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And we welcome you to another episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. We record this on a Tuesday night. A little bit of a different week coming up. We will explain. Uh, first, we want to tell you that this episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. Guys, all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com and tell them locked on sent you rockauto.com and just mention locked on sent you we thank them for their support all right so coming up on this particular episode we're going to clear up something that we reported on the last episode or that was reported by somebody else that we passed along that turned out to be actually not true so we will have that for you As well, we're going to get into Darius Geis, who is at the top of a very promising list. Let's just call it that. We will have that for you as well. Plus, I want to let you know that over the next couple of episodes, I'm not sure exactly how we're going to break it up. We're going to have a special program for you on Thursday with a bunch of our Locked On hosts. Uh, We're going to put that out on Thursday. Uh, And, of course, it will be available beyond then. uh, But that will come out on Thursday. Uh, But we are going to have other episodes that we actually host that will feature head coach Ron Rivera, as well, quarterback Dwayne Haskins, uh, Ryan Kerrigan, and Terry McLaurin. All four are scheduled to speak over the next couple of days as we head towards the middle of June and of course, with no mini camps and all that stuff. So we will have that for you uh, as well. We say no mini camps. I mean, I suppose theoretically there's still a possibility, but maybe some more clarification on training camp and what the Redskins are kind of staring at. So again, we have all of that to come for you in the next few episodes, plus on this particular episode. Uh, let's start with this. Doug Williams, the Redskins Senior Vice President of Player Personnel, was apparently scheduled. Uh, and scheduled, I, I mean by this, like I don't know if he was actually scheduled or if he was supposed to go. I'm not sure. I'm still trying to get details uh, on this particular uh, issue. It, it 
probably is not a big deal, but I hope to get more clarification as the week goes along. Um, so we found out through The Athletic and Rhiannon Walker, she reported on Saturday morning, I say late Saturday morning, that both Doug Williams and Dwayne Haskins were expected to join Mayor Muriel Bowser, who has you know, publicly said she wants the Redskins back in Washington, D.C. Um, and she is, you know, a black mayor. Um, and she was participating in the Black Lives Matter D.C. protest. Um, and supposedly, again, Doug and Dwayne Haskins were expected to go and Doug and Dwayne together. So we know Dwayne Haskins went. We've seen pictures. We've, you know, he's tweeted pictures. Uh, he's retweeted pictures. His official photographer has uh, tweeted pictures. All of that, right? So we know he was there. What nobody knew was, like, nobody had seen any pictures of Doug Williams there, right? And you'd think with Doug Williams' place in the NFL and NFL history and the Washington Redskins, certainly would have you know, somebody would have taken a picture, right? Well, the reason why nobody took a picture is because Doug wasn't there. So here's some little inside scoop. And I, I have no idea if anybody's reported this, but I'm reporting it uh, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Uh, again, it was reported that Doug and Dwayne both went, but as it turns out, just Dwayne went. Doug did not go. So what happened was I wrote a story at redskinsreport.com, part of SI. I did a video and all sorts of different stuff. I mentioned it on our last episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast that this was a good thing, right? I mean, everybody understands where we are as a society, where we are as a climate uh, right now dealing uh, with not only the coronavirus implications, but also um, what happened to George Floyd and what happened to other uh, victims that should not have happened and where we are in terms of racial equality in this country and we're not in a good place. So uh, many cities, as you know, had peaceful protests, some certainly not as peaceful as others. Certainly uh, things have calmed down a little bit over the last couple of days. Uh, and Washington, D.C. clearly had one as well. A couple over the weekend. And Again, Doug Williams and Dwayne Haskins were supposed to be there, but only Haskins went on Saturday. Now, so I wrote this story and profile, you know, profiling a bunch of pictures that Doug Williams had put up of his grandson, of his family, uh, all of that. I should have, I should have, this is my mistake. I should have reached out Saturday night, Sunday morning, whatever it might be. I waited until Monday evening, Monday evening to reach out to Doug. When I asked Doug, you know, if I could talk to him about the experience, get a couple of quotes from him, get what he was feeling about this whole situation and other things, you know, football as well. Uh, Doug answered back just saying, Chris, quote, I was not there. He said, I didn't go. He saw the tweet. He saw the news that he was supposed to go, but he didn't go. Now, I don't know if he was scheduled to go, not scheduled to go. I don't know who told Rhiannon this. I'm not sure. Doug Williams did not go uh, for whatever the reason is. And, and it could very well be, you know, that he wasn't supposed to go or that it was bad information or that something came up. I'm not sure. Uh, I've tried to follow up with Doug since then, uh, and I haven't heard back. 
Um, I know he was supposed to be very, very, very busy over these a couple of days because he asked for a couple of days uh, to, to do something. So I hope also that I'll be able to bring an interview with Doug Williams to the table here on the Locked on Redskins podcast in the next couple of episodes. But I, I have to kind of work around his schedule, obviously. He's got, again, you know, his job and he's got family uh, things. So I, I want to certainly be respectful of Doug's uh, time. He's been nothing but good to me. And obviously he's, you know, so important for Redskins fans and in Redskins history and African-American uh, NFL quarterback history and Super Bowl history and all of that stuff. Uh, so, um, you know, I certainly want to be respectful of his time. But the bottom line is, is Dwayne Haskins was there. Great on him. Uh, he looks great. But Doug Williams was not there. So for whatever that means and whatever the reason is, uh, and again, I want to be clear, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not trying to say anybody did their job wrong, but the information was wrong because Doug told me it was wrong. <laughs> it's it's as simple as I can make it. Uh, and again, I hope to have uh, Doug Williams uh, coming up in the next couple of episodes, along with um, reaction audio from Ron Rivera and as well, Dwayne Haskins and Terry McLaurin and Ryan Kerrigan, who are all scheduled to speak to Redskins reporters over the next couple of days. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Russellmania621 as well. Um, you can follow the podcast at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins. We try and put out as many tweets and as many stories and as much content uh, as we possibly can. I mean, I run about three or four different Twitter accounts and a couple of Facebook accounts and, you know, write and do video and do audio and do podcasts and do Google News Initiative uh, updates. So it becomes a little bit difficult to do everything and to keep everything up to date, but certainly invite you to join us at many of those different forms again at russellmania621 at locked redskins on twitter also redskinsreport.com part of si.com uh, you can check us out there 1067 the fan occasionally on the radio uh, i'll be on there thursday afternoon uh, june 11th from 2 to 6 30 uh, radio.com, uh, that app and that site, uh, and as well, Warpath Magazine. So lots of different ways that you can consume uh, my coverage of the Washington Redskins. And as always, we thank you for being with us right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. All right, guys, once again, it is Chris Russell for rockauto.com. We told you about them in our open, and they are back again. And we are so happy to have them with us here on the Locked On Redskins podcast and on the Locked On Podcast Network, rockauto.com. You know, one reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money. You can use it for other important things like mortgage, food, other bills. How about a vacation? Yes. How about a vacation? Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? Bah, you don't ever want to do that. I can tell you that much. They have way better prices than your big chain stores. So why do that when you can save money at rockauto.com? More money saved is more money for you. Rockauto.com's prices Guys, they're the same for everybody, and they're reliably low. Check them out at rockauto.com, always offering the lowest prices possible rather than changing the prices based on the market. Again, rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds 
of different manufacturers at rockauto.com. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right, we're with you here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. So one thing I wanted to bring up here is, and we'll get to training camp and the possibilities there in just a couple of minutes uh, in our final segment together, but Darius Geis, who has gone silent on social media, uh, he's taken off his Twitter account. I guess he's done this before. I've talked to... um, uh, I talked to Chris from the Hog Farmers, uh, and he mentioned... uh, he mentioned on Twitter that Geis has done this. I know Geis has threatened to do this. I didn't realize he has already done it uh, before, but this isn't about social media. Listen, all athletes should probably avoid social media, uh, especially if they are in any sort of, um, you know, kind of high visibility area, which they always are. It's just not healthy, right? You get so much criticism. Sure, it can be very positive and adoring and loving and all that stuff. It's just not good for you. It's not good for your soul, uh, honestly. I, I know we want to be a very social media friendly world, but it, it's it's just not good because there's so many mean people uh, out there. So um, this is not about social media. I just wanted to pass along that Darius Geis uh, has apparently gone off the grid in terms of social media. This is about him topping the Sports Info Solutions top NFL players to break out in 2020 list. Yeah, how about that? He is the top 2020 breakout candidate. How? Well, good question, right? So if you go to sportsinfosolutionsblog.com, sportsinfosolutionsblog.com, or you can check out my story and video on this at redskinsreport.com, Basically, John Shirley wrote it up, and he has a list of NFL players that are poised for a breakout, but not just opinion-based. This is analytically based, right? Well, how? Okay, so what they do is Sports Info Solution has a unique uh, analytic called Total Points. Not the name, but what it means. And they explain it all, and it's it's kind of you know, lengthy in terms of the explanation. uh, And it's a little bit confusing. You really have to kind of have your mathematical hat on, but they explain it very well uh, on the link that is accompanying this particular grid and this story. But Darius Geis is on it because players have had to be in their second or third NFL season. Geis was in his second NFL season last year. And they had to play between 10 and 40% of their team snaps in 2019. 
Now, Sports Info Solutions has Geis at 10%. Uh, I thought I read that he played 15%. I I could be wrong. They could be slightly off, whatever. It's no more than 15%. It's no less than 10%, I guess. He played in five games, right? Um he played in five games. He played most of the season opener and uh, about half, I should say, a little bit more than half of the season opener in Philadelphia. He was then off for, uh, I guess, eight weeks, uh, came back for the New York Jets debacle, had a touchdown and a long touchdown catch and run in that particular game uh, in garbage time. But nevertheless, it was impressive. Uh, also, he then had performances against the Detroit Lions and as well his breakout game against the Carolina Panthers and former Carolina Panthers head coach Ron Rivera the game that got him essentially fired uh, and now the Redskins head coach and then Geis played one more game against the Green Bay Packers getting hurt once again in that game Um, and he was shut down for the rest of the season so Again, Sports Info Solution has Geis at 10% of the Redskins' team snaps. Uh, Again, I don't know if that's overall snaps, if that's offensive snaps. I'm not exactly sure. Either way, you get the point. He's at the bare minimum threshold. Again, you had to be between 10 and 40%. They have him at a total points value of just 10, which is the second lowest number on this chart. Others have 19, 16, 24, 14, 24, 27. I mean, way, 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 way higher in terms of the total points value. And again, that explanation is available for you at sportsinfosolutionsblog.com. It's one of their analytical measures, right? But where Geis comes in and where he actually leads leads this list and therefore if you use the metric and the average becomes the top player on this list to break out in 2020 it's total points per snap played so guys that have higher point totals also have higher snap counts and snap percentages for instance a guy like tony pollard of the dallas cowboys played 18 percent of the cowboy snaps he has 19 total points ryan Connolly of the new york giants linebacker 17 percent of their snaps he has 16 total points let's take a high scoring point getter chandon sullivan cornerback for the green bay packers played 34 percent of their team snaps and he had a total point value of 27 but that also means his total points per snap average is lower It's 0.08. Back to Geis for a second. Because he played so little, and because he scored the 10 points that he had, 10 points and 10% of the team snaps, according to SIS Solutions, he leads this group of potential breakout candidates at 0.12 total points per snap. That's slightly ahead of Tony Pollard of the Cowboys Ezekiel Elliott's running uh, backup, the running back after his rookie year of 0.11 total points per snap. Ryan Connolly, who we mentioned, 0.09, and so on and so forth down the line. So again, Darius Geis has the highest total of total points per snap. Now that's only part of the story, right? The more interesting part of the story is the actual analytics that show you how good Darius Geis is and can be when he's healthy. 
The problem is, of course, he hasn't been healthy. He's only played, again, five games in the NFL, and he's been hurt, oh, by the way, in two of those five games, and on top of that, missed his entire rookie year, right? So that's the problem. I mean, he's played essentially the equivalent of about four games total out of 32 in the NFL. He's officially played in five, but it's been about the total of four when you combine it all up. But here's the numbers that jump out at you. And I'm reading this from, again, sportsinfosolutionsblog.com and their 2020 NFL breakout candidate list, which, again, Geis tops. Geis had 5.8 yards per rush average, which ranked second among backs with at least 40 carries in the NFL. 5.8 yards per rush. He ranked first in yards after contact at 4.6 and fourth in broken tackles per 100 rushes at 28.6. So that's basically an equivalent, like if he has 100 rushing attempts, and obviously he didn't, he would break 28.6 tackles on average over 100 rushing attempts. Not bad, right? Not bad. So those are the numbers that really jump out to me. Now, again, Darius Geis just simply has to find a way to stay healthy. Otherwise, he'll never have an NFL career other than one of promise and brief glimpses and hope. He bristles at the fact that he's injury prone. Listen, I don't know what you want to call it. Injury prone, uh, injury, um, whether he's just susceptible to injury, whether he's unlucky. I don't know what it is. I know he works hard. I know he's a pretty good kid for the most part. Uh, I know he bristles and I know he takes a lot of offense at the injury prone. So out of respect for him, I'll say, okay, if you're not injury prone, what are you? How would you describe it? Maybe it's just unluck. I don't know. Certain guys were injured early in their career and then were able to stay healthy and find a way, right? Santana Moss was a perfect example of that. Santana was injured a lot, and he tells this story all the time. He was injured a lot with the Jets and even with the Redskins. And then all of a sudden, you know, maybe he did, you know, some some weird things, but I mean, he spent a lot of money on his body, eating right, um, you know, certain injections, certain therapies, certain treatments, all of that stuff, right? So to me, it's sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you're not. We don't know what Darius Geis is going to be moving forward, but here's what we can say comfortably. If he's on the field, Darius Geis is a man. He's a man among boys. He can flat out rock and roll. And if the Redskins are going to win seven, eight games this year, it's going to be because Darius Geis played somewhere in the double digits of games. Maybe he doesn't have to play 16, but I mean, can we get 12? Can we get 13? That would be great. That would be a big step forward. Wouldn't be good enough, but it would be a big step forward. Now, the Redskins know they want to hang their hat on him, but they also know they can't count on him. Hence the reason why they have Adrian Peterson right now, Bryce Love, um, Peyton Barber, J.D. McKissick, Antonio Gibson. So they're not going to be able to take all of those guys on the opening 53, but they could conceivably take five. Which seems like a lot, but because Peterson's 35, Geis is unlucky, susceptible to injury, 
Bryce Love hasn't practiced a single snap, they could take five. And that's depending on who gets injured in training camp or in the preseason. I mean, obviously, we have a long way to go for that. All right, we come back and we wrap up shop here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we put the finishing touches on this edition of the Locked On Redskins podcast. So Albert Breer of the MMQB and SI.com wrote on Monday in his Monday morning quarterback column that the NFL has floated the idea that teams could potentially return and start training camp in some capacity around mid-July. Take that as July 15th, right? I mean, give or take a couple of days. We already know teams are practicing at home and not able to go to their um, sites like Richmond for the Redskins and other teams who still traveled for training camp. The question becomes is how does that work within the CBA? It used to be that you could not report for training camp or practice, I should say, until 14 days prior to your first preseason game, which would have put the Redskins at August 1st because their first preseason game is not until Saturday, August 15th. It's later this year. Uh, For whatever reason, I don't know why, but that's just the way the calendar worked out. However, there's a new rule in the new CBA that allows teams to to report, I should say, and practice 47 days prior to their first regular season game, which I guess supersedes now the 14-day rule from what I understand. And I hope I'm getting that right. Uh, I've tried to do as much research as I can, but that's what I understand. 47 days, which would be July 28th. Now, if the NFL says, well, no, we have a separate addendum to the CBA, and maybe they can report July 15th, July 18th, July 20th, whatever it might be, because there was no off-season program, which obviously when the CBA was negotiated, you had no coronavirus necessarily, uh, and you didn't realize that there would be no off-season program. Now, I don't think they're going to be able to make the Redskins report on July 15th. I mean, I think that's a pipe dream. But could you see the rookies, which under the Current rules, if the NFL operations manual is updated with the new CBA information, rookies were able to be uh, forced to report a week prior to veterans, right? So could you see potentially the rookies reporting on July 15th and then the veterans reporting maybe a week earlier at the NFL and the NFLPA strikes an acclimation period treaty, That could be a possibility. So we could see that. We could see that. We still don't have any word, but just so you know, that's a possibility. All right, so there's one more other possible, possible situation that could come of this. The NFL issued some more guidelines on training camp and social distancing and spacing and all that. I have no idea how the Redskins are going to do this, how most NFL teams are going to do this at their daily facilities. A 90 never fit with no social distancing guidelines, with no safety guidelines. They just simply didn't have enough 
room. They had portable lockers. They had all sorts of And obviously, they've been having training camp uh, at Richmond, where, again, they've been phasing in and shuttling guys in and all that stuff. Here's the bottom line. There's a possibility, possibility, we don't think this is going to happen, that the Redskins might, might, like the Pittsburgh Steelers and maybe other teams, the Green Bay Packers already do it, practice or have parts of training camp or maybe all of training camp at FedEx Field. Here's what I mean by that. FedEx Field has a large locker room, obviously, for a game day team like the Redskins, 53 guys, you know, whatever. Uh, they have facilities there and everything, but they also have the visiting team facilities. So again, with the Redskins having 90 guys on their roster, I don't know how they're going to do the safety and health precautions at Redskins Park because they don't have a second locker room at Redskins Park unless they're going to use the bubble as a temporary locker room. But the problem with that is then they can't practice if the weather is brutal uh, or raining, which obviously rains uh, quite a bit during late July and August. So I don't know how they're going to do this if the Redskins are going to stay at Redskins Park because there's all sorts of regulations that the NFL handed down. Now, maybe they're smarter than me. Maybe they'll be able to figure it out. Uh, I'm sure it will come at the expense of the media. I can tell you that. They'll probably take away uh, the media workroom and have players change in there. I don't know. Maybe they'll shuttle them immediately on a bus uh, to the team hotel. I guess that's the only way they can get them. But at some point... 90 guys have to be in and around the facility, and clearly they can take precautions, but I just don't know how they're going to do everything. All right, so that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Uh, thanks for being with us again. Ron Rivera, Dwayne Haskins, Ryan Kerrigan, Terry McLaurin, all to speak in the next couple of days. Hopefully an interview with Doug Williams as well. Lots of content still to come for you right here on LOR. Thanks to rockauto.com. Also, go check out your builtbar.com and get yourself a nice $10 discount right there. Have a great rest of your week. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.